0: Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Yeah. Hello, Brisbane. Yeah. Uh. The Minister for sports says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's, Brisbane's new bike-high scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't oh, see in Nashville? Like a what point Highgate Hill. At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived there, buyers, I needed some forex. Hello, and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane, the show coming at you live from the worst possible entertainment center in Brisbane and maybe the world, the Brisbane Entertainment Center at Boondall. That's what we're talking about today, Henry. Let's dive in.
1: Joe Dwyer, friend, brother, and long suffering roadie for Keith Urban. <laughs> it's my displeasure to be diving into the Brisbane Entertainment Center and in a very special Unpacking Brisbane investigation asking what so many Brisbaneites have asked for years, why is it so My friend, I just want to quickly uh say a thank you to the Unpakistanis for the feedback on our dating in Brisbane. Mm. So we had some great feedback and like so often happens we actually had some great stories sent in following our recording which we did live in Brisbane so it was lovely to, lovely to be that back last nice. week and, and
0: lick your flesh uh, mm. but, and, and really taste you yeah and that was that was a good part of you being back rather than John Mulaney weird. or Dave Chappelle that was fun
1: what's the highlight wouldn't it be weird if a, an overseas act came perhaps to the Brisbane Entertainment Centre and was like thank you to my audience it's one thing to be in the records and on your cross but it's one thing more to be there in person and taste you.
0: And to have Harry Styles like, it's been so great to taste you, Brisbane. Oh, I mean, he would. He would. If there's anyone who I believe would say something not like offensive but slightly wrong on stage, it's Harry Styles given the rest of things.
1: Harry Styles would get up and go,
0: Boys like me don't get to taste Brisbane. <laughs> I came from- <laughs> I no, but if you th- the docks. If you throw around boys and taste, I think no matter what, you start to get into a bit of strife. You're running into some issues. Yeah.
1: I just wanted to quickly read a couple of messages we didn't get to on the dating episode of Valentine's Day. Please. Uh, El- Elizabeth sent in this cracker, and we almost joked about whether this would have happened, and in fact, mm. it did. I went on a date to Laser Force in Wollongabba. <laughs> <laughs> He'd booked us in for hours and hours. <laughs> We just chewed through kids' birthday parties. It was a Saturday He took it very oh, seriously. Hiding and shooting me. <laughs> usually something that should be mentioned on a date. I was shot. We were never allies, even though I suggested it. This was around two years ago, and he was older as well. I'm sure people have had worse dates, but there was no alcohol.
0: You can tell Elizabeth is a lovely person, just the way yeah, she that's, that's to. And I'm sure people have been through worse. Yeah, I, I, and like... That is true, but in terms of dates that I've heard of, that's gotta be absolute fucking bottom of the barrel. And you know what I what? struggle with that, Henry? It's so close to maybe being a bit of ironic fun. Like Laser Force, if you did it well, couple drinks beforehand, in and around Wool and Gabber West End, have a laugh, take the piss for maybe forty five minutes, a bit of Oh, you shot me, oh, I'll get after you, you know, you know. But by taking Laser Force seriously you've marked yourself as a as a dork. I also think he's a fool in that he hasn't at any point
1: realised maybe being allies and on the same team of the laser skirmish would have been a good idea because that gives you like the sort of Ripley and Newt in Aliens dynamic. Get behind me. I'll shield you. Like, into my arms. Quick. Totally. totally. I'll cover you. I'll cover you. Like, he could have been a protector and a hero. Instead, he's a big buzz light-year-looking
0: dork. Instead, he just wants the high score of the laser force. Now, admittedly, great soldier. If in oh, it's oh, oh, in if future, if World War Three happens, I on. want this guy on my side. I don't want if we get in, in, I don't want the, me.
1: When the iPads and the Teslas turn on us and uprise <laughs> and suddenly we're at a point where we have to take on the future. I want this guy. It's like, is yeah, he going to put true. anyone, including love, before his battle of lasers? <laughs> oh, we know he won't. He is putting the laser force first. Yep. And that's the party he'll lead,
0: laser force, force first. When the Mud uh, Army laser. rises up against the laser force now in, when, coin, now when, in Queensland's war. <laughs> now, when Jonathan Tree and Amy McMahon lead
1: the Mud <laughs> Army against the iPads and the Teslas, it's going to be quite... The, that's <laughs> the
0: gonna, Battle of Brisbane. That's going to be fucking chaotic, I tell you that much, <laughs> oh for free. Oh, they God. No charge.
1: Throwing, uh, when they're throwing chai onto a... <laughs> ipod shuffle that they've sort of retrofitted into a weapon uh that's going to be quite a scene samantha joe also sent in a message yes uh, which is quite long but funny i just want to pump through this a bad date uh post script samantha says this is probably the best story so i met a cutie on the bus public transport is great for meeting men i think most safety advocates would disagree but we'll be yeah, nice. we went for dinner at south bank I hope not from that bus trip. I hope that I hope it wasn't <laughs> they met on the bus and immediately got off for dinner.
0: But uh, also wouldn't that be an awesome statement of how little you've got to do in a day where it's like, oh I'll go to South Bank for a bit. Oh I met someone on the bus, I'll have a date.
1: Yeah. it out. is the premise of the entire before midnight, before sunrise, before sunset trilogy. But aren't they both on holiday? Uh, believe they're travelling. Very different. And his plans are right, very flexible. Very well we well, we don't know that this guy wasn't. <laughs> traveling south Bank. yeah some
0: nice frenchman maybe anyway
1: lovely guy pierre he said he'd meet me by that stone arch thing at the end of the bridge he was 20 minutes late so not a great start okay so clearly different buses. Yeah. he told me he had a really nice place for dinner and then proceeded to take me to burrito bar <laughs> he kept asking me <laughs> he kept asking me questions and then one-upping me he asked what i ate for breakfast and i said wheat bix and fruit or whatever and he was like oh yeah Well, I have a kale smoothie, so I'm way healthier than you. This happened a few times. Anyway, I'm halfway through my quesadilla and he's finished and he asks if he can have the rest of my dinner. I'm still eating, mind you. And before I answer, he reaches over and takes my dinner and eats it. (laughs) Then we go for ice cream and he eats the whole thing. I'm trying to make this date as short as possible without being rude. So I say I'm really tired and have to go. He says he'll walk me to the bus stop course where the love started and mm-hmm. he suddenly goes all shy and says so oh i missed a bit he says he'll walk me to the bus stop but then walks two meters in front of me the whole way we get to the bus stop and suddenly all shy he goes do you want to kiss and giggles i was in shock i said no and absolutely ran for it never saw him again now samantha and i mean this with love you meet a guy on the bus around south bank you t- take him to dinner and he eats your dinner, then eats your ice cream, and then takes you back to the bus. Is it possible, and with respect to our homeless community, <laughs> that you, that you may have just got played by a bus dweller of only the most Brisbane variety? What I'm asking is, I, I feel like she's just been jipped out of some
0: food yeah. by, by a creature of the bus line. It may be someone who is just so frugal that's how they operate. You know, they've they've seen the cost of living, they've heard cookie meals at home and they'll go, I'll do you one better. Mm. I'll bloody I'll get a woman to buy me burrito bars. Yeah. There's no inflation on dates. No. At least not of that kind. No, no, that's so true.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Samantha. That's a very funny story. Yes, beautiful. Uh, sure. And quickly before, very quickly, last bit of housekeeping, mate. Nicholas uh, sent in uh, the home draw of the Broncos this season and referring oh, good. to our episode a few weeks ago. He said, looking at this, lads, I think your best bet for the perfect Brisbane day is April 28th versus the Rabbitohs. Just having a look at it, Friday 28th of April versus the Rabbitohs. Yep, okay, Suncorp Stadium. Perfect. Perfect round nine i can't see what time that game is i suspect that might have been part of nicholas's tip but thank you thank you to all the unpakistanis pakistanis for
0: just the yes work. You, you're being great at the moment you're being yeah you're, you're, you're on really fire yeah and maybe and just, that's because we're actually releasing episodes of the show um that helps i think it's helping all of you it's helping us help you uh which is pretty fantastic what
1: we've seen and we said this to our sponsors and our shareholders Mm. what we've seen is very great engagement with the product when we started releasing that product again totally yeah we figured skyrocketed when we actually gave you something
0: yeah we've we've figured out that something pretty important um to engagement is having something to engage Mm. and it's with that it's with that in mind henry that we talk about the Brisbane Entertainment Centre now? Do we give some background? Why now, you know? It's been around for the three or four years we've been doing this show. Why is it so urgent to mention it now? Let's give some context to this investigation.
1: So, I was back in person. Yeah, as Joe mentioned. Last week. uh, Last week. And on Wednesday night, I ended up at the Entertainment Centre. I went along to see Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Apologies to anyone if that is... uh, an insulting admission he's obviously said some horrifically transphobic things i will not deny that i will also not deny that the Chappelle show as a sketch comedy show and his stand up in the past uh, as a craft i do think he's one of the masters of it and i will concede that i did want to see that in person uh please do not take this as like i suspect many of the
0: audience were and you just as a you just bought course. your blues fest ticket didn't you as well
1: yeah, well, I bought my Bluesfest ticket to see King Gizzard, who
0: <laughs> have now pulled out on moral grounds. So. I don't think that's how you bought your ticket to see, Henry. I no, think oh, uh, there was a no, recent no, announcement no, that made no, you go, now, a... I know they've done some pretty horrible things, no, but Australia no. Street was one of the best examples of sketch comedy. There's a lot of
1: lesser-known acts you wouldn't have even heard <laughs> of that are really, really sucking <laughs> me into Bluesfest. Yeah. It is unfortunate that Sticky Figures, for one of the more controversial bands... It, on the scene, do have the grossest name as well?
0: Yeah. They've got no... I mean, it's it, it's kind of they they told us exactly what they were at the start and, uh, and we chose it. not to believe them. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I was so, so you're there Chappelle. and I suspect there are a couple of people at Dave Chappelle who are there for more of a Jordan Peterson uh, speaking the truth that other people don't want to hear rather than a comedy show. It's funny you raised Jordan Peterson because he will <laughs> come up later in
1: this investigation. <laughs> but, yeah, be, oh, I think we overheard... We were sitting at dinner at a faux place nearby in Banyo or something, and we uh, we overheard immediately these two guys sitting at the table next to us being like, that's the thing, though. Like, it's not even... It's not offensive. It's just the way that comedy's changed. And I was like, oh, my Jesus. Like, oh, no. <laughs> There's the, kind of, the kind of specimens <laughs> we're going to be spending the next couple of hours with. But uh, the reason, mate, it just... It, it came up again because it's the first thing I've been to at the Entertainment Centre in a while. And I guess I'm seeing it through the eyes of an adult, someone who maybe has a little bit more sympathy for the the plight of running major events, having been mm. you know, somewhat adjacent to a few of them now. And it and it did just get me wondering once again, after all these years, why is the Brisbane Entertainment Centre so shit and why not totally. doing anything about it? I think we're talking about it because this is the dialogue that happens after every single event that they hold, but I've had enough mm. and it stood out to me even more so this time. It is failing one of the key components of its title, which is entertainment, because it is yeah. it is a deflator and a detractor from the entertainment that it prides itself apparently on presenting. Totally. And that that is the context within which we wanted to dive into this. We'll get into the exact impressions of what what we think is wrong with it. But yeah, you point out it is it is a more
0: negative stance than we often take on this podcast. Mm. But and rightfully. But it'll end with a note of optimism because I, not to spoil anything, but I think twenty thirty two, uh, all of a sudden we'll be seeing some. You know, we'll be seeing Dave Chappelle and we'll be seeing. Taylor Swift in a venue far far better than Burndall. but uh, I won't we'll get ahead of ourselves there. In. We'll be seeing them. We'll be seeing them tearing down East Brisbane State School themselves. How dare they? Oh, anyway, well, uh, should we get yeah. into the the Wikipedia wig out? For
1: yeah, Beck? we'll just we'll just do a quick dive into the background of the entertainment centre. Wikipedia we're, we're, we're
0: there. So, Hen, guess the population of the Brisbane Entertainment Centre. Actually, instead of that, well, guess the capacity.
1: Well, it's annoyingly, I did look at oh, part of up. the research for this. Edit. Do you remember? I believe it's... I think it's a tick over 13,000.
0: Yeah, it's 13,601. First impression, that's way smaller than I thought.
1: So, here's... Yeah, you know what? No, we'll save this.
0: That, we'll talk capacity. Let, let's pump through this Wikipedia. Okay, story. yeah, we'll talk capacity because I and, looked up some comparable we'll... capacities, but anyway. Yeah, okay. That, we'll, that's we'll... all to say that um, full credit to Ed Sheeran for doing three shows at Sun Court. That's 52,000 people every night uh, compared to Boondle, which is, uh, you know, a pathetic 13,000. Okay. Sheeran did three shows, did he? And he did three shows. Honestly, f- full credit. That's pretty incredible. That is
1: so funny. Being in Townsville, I thought he did one show and I had the thought a few days ago being like, geez, some people are sitting on these uploads for days. You couldn't couldn't just chuck your video of Ed Sheeran (laughs) up in the moment. That
0: now makes sense. Someone being like, I'm waiting for primetime Sunday Arvo to upload my story of me and mum and Ed Sheeran.
1: (laughs) I really think my thinking out loud selfie video really needs a couple of
0: days to (laughs) marinate um, okay, so apparently the arena has an array of seating plans which facilitate the comfort of its users subject Bullshit. to performance. Now, that's a lie. That is that is a okay. straight up lie. Um, but apparently the centre also houses a sporting complex and small function rooms which are available to hire for wedding reception and business functions. Now, oh wouldn't God. that be a, a dank bordering on depressing, but also quite funny place to have your wedding reception? At the Brisbane Entertainment Centre at Boondall. Hey guys, uh I'm
1: gonna commit <laughs> Destination to Wedding. Person. Yeah, I'm having a destination wedding. Don't forget your your packed lunch because we don't there's not much food out here. And no.
0: And and we didn't wanted, want our wanted, wedding so, to be all about did, drinking. So no. no alcohol at Boondall either. If you get married in Boondall, and this is a blanket
1: rule, you're <laughs> begging for a divorce. Imagine if imagine if the seeds of your love were sowed at Boondle at the entertainment setup, in like a conference room. Yeah. I do Joke. want to get married anywhere, but here, is what you would be saying. You would be. Absolutely. I'm just having a uh, look now. The centre's large audience capacity, which yep. we'll talk about. It's mostly used for staging, da 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 da. So here's here are some people who have taken Yeah, give us this is this is good. Whitney Houston's nothing but Love World Tour. Great. Whitney Houston, can I say this as well? Just to call her out for a second.
0: Oh i love Whitney. Has anyone what ever are you been about been to less
1: say? able to make has anyone ever been less able to make up their mind? I want to dance. She's desperate is all I'm saying. I want to Mm. dance with somebody. I want to dance with somebody. Somebody dances with her. How do I know if he really loves me? Oh, okay. First, you just wanted to dance. Now it's how do I know if you really love me. Now you're on a nothing but love tour. Well, I'm saying Whitney's Whitney's goalposts move more erratically than the AFLs during cricket season. Then Whitney,
0: at the end of it, says, you know, I'll actually, I'll always love you. Like what? I'll always love you. Earlier, Earlier, you were asking, how will you know if you even love me?
1: So, how do I know if you really
0: love me? Oh, by the way,
1: I'll always love you.
0: Oh, separate to that, I will always love you. Yeah, okay, get a, oh, get a grip. Okay. Get a grip. All right.
1: And, and I want to dance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. With somebody? Yeah, okay. okay, well, firstly, you weren't selective at all. It was just being someone. Anyone. Anyone will do. Then it's. Oh, I'll somebody you love. Them, this man. person. Her oh, variations um, in commitment are frankly yeah, astounding. It's and stressful. I personally have had enough. Kanye West's glow in the dark tour. A non-controversial young man. We will continue to... Oh, hang on. What's this in my news notifications?
0: Oh, my <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> One Direction's Take Me Home tour.
0: Great. Unreal album. Love it. That's seriously Palos
1: terrific. Was fearless and speak now to us. I, sure. I feel like she also did Red there. And, and maybe that went to Suncorp. But this
0: seems... Pretty sure she well, did I know- it Suncorp, I reckon was
1: pretty All big. All I know is that... She she was pretty big. Paul. Cool. All I know is as well that at one of her entertainment centre shows, I think this was around 2015, she... There was a... Again, I can't remember when the show would have been. There was a blackout, basically. I know we've spoken about this in terms of the Aiden's dance in the past. Oh, yeah. Uh, but there was also a blackout at it. And she apparently sat on the stage and
0: spoke to the audience for 20 minutes. Aww. Which is, oh, which well, is, done, uh, well done, Tyler. Well done, She held you uh, with us, apparently. Uh, we also Ruth had Hen... Yeah, we also not listed there, but other musical artists. Shania Twain did two shows there. Billie Eilish did a couple shows there. Pink Floyd's been there. Uh, Michael Jackson did two shows on his Bad Tour. Uh, with Stevie Wonder coming out for one of those. So, that, that also kind of breaks my heart that I'm like, Michael Jackson probably came to Brisbane and was like, what the fuck is this? But we'll get to that. But yeah, you were saying there's been some musicals. I like the fact that from 1995 to 1997, it was the filming venue for the original Australian series of Gladiators. Remember that show? Yeah, I remember Gladiators. That was great. It was like Wipeout, but more serious. It was, and it, it was like a kind of WWE meets Wipeout sort of thing. Yeah, with like a combat element, I loved it. I I thought it was a fun show. Um, I think I would have gotten destroyed. I remember seeing one of the
1: gladiators at oh, yeah. the at a surf club somewhere in Gold Coast, and we yeah. were like,
0: "That's a gladiator." Uh, well, the runner-up, uh, the female runner-up of Gladiators season one was a woman named Teresa Brett, which is Oh. <laughs> Just- very close to my mum's name. Yeah, I was <laughs> like alarmingly so.
1: So close that I'm starting to wonder what my yeah. mum was doing between 95 and 97. Yeah. Now, I, a, just, I mean, not I know what she you, did. You 96. were being born. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, maybe we... What if we, like, looked up the run the run order of episodes of Gladiator and there was, like, betwi- around May 16, there was this suspicious... <laughs> conspicuous absence of Teresa Brand. <laughs> of Teresa Brand. Very, very perceptive. So... Yeah, they made Gladiators there. So, all to say, it's basically, it's hosted a lot of stuff. Yeah. Now, we'll talk about location and access here. Like, it's located in Burndall, as we know, just off the Gateway Motorway. Patrons can catch a train uh, to Burndall uh, or on the Sean Cliff Railway line or travel by taxi. Now, that it says there are 4,000 parking spaces. Buses do not run to the centre even on events night. Important context. Yeah. Even on event nights, we do not have... Buses that will come back into play. Shall we look? Do you want to talk us through the venue layout briefly, Joe? Uh,
0: yes, I will, Henry, and, and we'll power through this because there's essentially maximum capacity of 13,000, 11,000 tiered seats plus GA. There's like 16 different seating plans they can do, um, all of which still make for a dreadful show. Uh, but the one thing I find interesting is that it's the second largest permanent indoor arena in Australia behind the Sydney Superdome. Um, my initial thought was well what about the Rod Labour Arena? But that has a retractable roof. So it's not permanently so it indoors. Count. No. Even though it would be better.
1: So it doesn't count when it's got its roof on as an indoor venue. No. They don't they don't right. count. Terrible. It's got like a what would that be the equivalent of like? Like hair extensions? Or like a fake I'm trying to think what the state would be I was going to say a condom, but that doesn't seem right. No,
0: that seems, seems doesn't feel It doesn't feel right. Um, so that now I've caught t- t- tennis great wore a condom on. Its I've head. never caught the train there, Henry. But I will say, Boondall Station to the entry of Brisbane Entertainment Centre is seven hundred and fifty meters. It's not the longest walk. It's not. It's not. That well, we complain a lot about getting there, but I will say that's actually that's actually fine. Yeah.
1: Well, when we when we get into our impressions of this is this is all good factual context. Yeah, uh, factual context. We, um, anything more
0: another. you want to say, really?
1: On the Wikipedia? really, just sports. Brisbane Bullets, the Firebirds play there. I have actually gone and watched ice hockey there. They put on a sort of exhibition match in. Oh yeah. It would have been twenty fourteen between that's the pretty U.S. Cool. and Canada, and oh, that's pretty I went cool. along. Barrett for Canada because we were given cool Canadian club sort of like winter hats. So oh, that, okay. fun, that's, enough fun. To, that's enough to win my loyalty. Yep, that'll do the job. Absolutely. And that was a great night, I will admit. I will give a, it... It hosted the heck out of ice hockey. Now, don't know how much you know about the Australian sporting landscape. Not often do we have ice hockey. So, if Brisbane Entertainment Centre want to fall back on that as sort of one of their key arguments in their favour, I don't think it's going to get them far yeah, in this sport, right.
0: Joe Dwyer. In this, They're going to struggle. They're going to struggle.
1: A struggle. Joe, well, shall we get into our investigation and maybe start by providing the context of our opinions? Let's do it.
0: Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. So, Hen, huge confession from me um, based on this uh, subject of the episode. I've only ever been to Boondal Entertainment Centre once in my life. Uh, I think that's helpful. Um, uh, so actually, I
1: you, you might have the freshest sort of... You haven't been tarred by no no mine was course, you might be the median
0: mine uh my opinion on it it's obviously terrible um so i went to see bruce springsteen there at the start of 2017 um i was coming off a really bad flu so i was like honestly i reckon i was fading in and out of consciousness watching bruce springsteen like i was really unwell you had the flu, would you say that your nose was born to run? Yeah. Yeah. And it was and it was uh, and here I was. The nose. Here I was sneezing in the dark. Uh, <laughs> and, um, but no, honestly, uh, outside of like really obvious transport and infrastructure issues in that it's literally in Boondel, Um, I do think that actually not outside of that at all. I think that is its main problem. Is that it is in Boondle. I don't think it's possible to make it that much better and it's still in Boondle, but I reckon the first impression you get and the opinion that's hard to escape, if you walk up, and I remember looking at it and just being in disbelief at how fucking old it looks. It seriously looks like you're in an episode of Stranger Things in that it looks like something from the 80s. It looks unimaginably old. Like it's crazy. It looks like the lab
1: in Stranger Things. You're 100% right. Uh, it's fucked. All concrete. To-
0: like, just so ugly.
1: Just to circle back, I thought of another Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah. Flew one.
0: 10th Avenue sneeze out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best, yeah. That's very good. I'll, I'll to if that. only for the fact that I don't know what a sneeze out is, but otherwise, I'm
1: having well, you sneeze, sneeze out. out, do, out do, you. Do, do. <laughs> yeah, and then bright. it's like the street band sneezing into the like,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> your nose was like, cover me with a mask.
0: Yeah, you're very good. sick. Yeah. That's no, it was 2017. That didn't... If you were sick, you just went to Bruce Springsteen and infected everyone. That yeah, was man, actually fine. Yeah.
1: That's how the world worked back then. <laughs> uh, okay, impressions. And I might step you through. I've been several times. I yeah. definitely I definitely cracked out of walking with dinosaurs or two back in the day. I have fond memories of that. Went to Kanye. I think the con- the big concerts I've seen there, Kanye, Fleetwood what, when,
0: when did you see Kanye
1: there? Kanye and Fleetwood Mac in 2015. Okay, potentially Kanye 2014 actually. But he, but he but was, very, the Yeezus, very, very peak his powers. Yeezus, yes, yeases, wow. but not wow. um, yet life at public. Yep. Managed to catch Kanye at the Entertainment Center the night after his Sydney show, where he infamously yelled at a patron in a wheelchair to stand up. And <laughs> we got him the night after that, where he was in peak rant condition. Yeah, I was and gonna say
0: was uh I assume he wasn't sheepish. No. He he did say
1: Right now if you are not in a wheelchair, get the fuck up. <laughs> if you were in a wheelchair it is okay to sit down. So he had a he had a Motor Moore on back in those yeah. days. Yeah. But anyway, so saw him, saw Fleetwood Mac in twenty seventeen and in twenty fifteen or whatever I did. And then I think most recently I saw Chappelle and I've seen Seinfeld out there. So there might be, I, I've got a bit of experience. Yeah, okay, you've, you've been. Center. Yeah. Had a fair bit of entertainment center stuff in my life. Now, going to Chappelle, starting from the walk in, parking at the train station is the way to do it. Okay. You've got right. park at the, the Bernal train station because I only did that at the most recent gig, Chappelle. We'll get into the parking, but for a Venue hosting globally recognised acts. Their system, and I shit you not, is still driving in to a big 4,000 car park area and there are little, tiny, old women with money belts collecting $20 cash. No. At least this is how it was when I went to Fleetwood Mac.
0: There wasn't a... Like, even the shittest shopping centres or supermarkets have a bar that goes up. No bar. in some sort of card. At least have a square. Have some sort of card payment. Oh, my Less, gosh. Bars, less bars than Abu Dhabi, my friend. Yeah, less bars than Boondal. <laughs> Mate, you're dead right.
1: There's a place called Wrong and you're far from it. No bars, <laughs> not even close to a licence plate recognition system, nothing. Beryl and Beryl. I imagine all of
0: them were called Beryl. Yeah, I'm sure. They you all know. gave
1: off massive barrel, barrel vibes.
0: Yeah, naturally, they
1: gave off huge BDE yep. barrel, uh, dick energy. I guess, <laughs> sure. and that's what I got today, and with money belts collecting cash, I do not, now. I cannot speak as to whether they have upgraded to a square or FPOS system, but I did see in very recent Google reviews people saying they still had to remember to get cash out. Before going to the entertainment centre. It is our prime entertainment venue. And we're still doing old ladies standing there with cash. It is... That alone is genuinely insane. That that is still happening. It's our nation's
0: greatest shame. It is. Personally, Personally, I think it's Australia's greatest shame. And they covered it up. (laughs) Quote Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight.
1: (laughs) Why are we talking about it? It's just fucked. As you said, some of these artists that are going there, and the the big problem is when you look at the capacity. It's out in fucking Boondall. It's ages away from anything. No buses. No surrounding nightlife. No bars. And the capacity for all those sacrifices you make. Thirteen thousand. Yeah, so low. How much of a so fucking low it is? It needs to be. I think it needs to be twenty to thirty thousand. Because the next thing up is
0: Suncourt with fifty-two thousand. And and and, and, the,
1: and that River in stages, a nutshell,
0: nine thousand. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up River Stage because I don't give a shit if it rains or there's bad weather. You could always do River Stage instead. What fucks me off though is. Whoever books international artists clearly doesn't tell them about Riverstage because there are seating arrangements that are 11,000 at Like It's ultimately pretty negligible whether you pick Boondal or Riverstage in terms of capacity. But Riverstage is just so much nicer, yet it seems to be exclusively reserved for local acts. I will say, notable exception, the 1975, who- Buddy Legends, they're playing in a month's time or something at River Stage. Good on them. The National. Lord. I was nope, yeah. devastated. I was devastated to see Tame and Parlour switch
1: from River Stage to the Entertainment Centre. Yeah. For oh my gosh. Two to 4,000 more people. I'd rather That's have a so good funny. experience with 2,000 less people and then just. Make it a fucking enjoyable experience. Your yeah, totally. word of mouth will get you that audience back next time. Do two nights at River Stage if you're so worried about it. Yeah, absolutely. Thousand people is the price you pay to play in a fucking abandoned Berlin museum or a fucking set of the Stranger Things lab where 11 had to escape from, as you rightly
0: pointed out, Joe Dwyer. Mm.
1: It's... It's not big enough to justify just how
0: ugly of a behemoth of a building it is. Why are we settling for this place? You would assume at least 25,000. At least. Convenience? No. Mass
1: capacity? No. Being in the city? No. Accessibility? No. Modern and streamlined parking system? No. no. Modern
0: amenities in any way. No. Surrounding bars and restaurants? Fuck no. No. Um, but, Hen, I do have good news on the capacity front, and not to jump to the future, but Brisbane Life... Ah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. This is the... This is the new indoor arena being built above Roma Street Station. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who's seen the, uh, you know, incessant construction at Roma Street for, like, literally the last four years, this is the end game, is right above Roma Street, is going to be a 15,000-seat indoor arena. What? Burndall will sink to its last legs and die. Who will go there instead of playing above Roma Street? Um, It's actually, Henry, it's a lot like in Boston. PD Garden, which is where the Celtics play, that's their home arena, is physically right above one of the main train stations in the city. And it works so well. It's seamless. Like, you literally take public transport into the bowels of the arena. People will love it. The vibes after the gigs will be fantastic. It will maybe revitalise that corner of the city a bit. Transcontinental Hotel before Taylor Swift. It's fantastic. Oh, <laughs> And, but the reason they'll lose is, is because the Burndall, the Brisbane Entertainment Centre has spent thirty years doing absolutely nothing to make it appealing. Nothing. Literally nothing.
1: It is old, it is derelict. And then here's the other thing. So this is my this is my experience walking in for the train station. I go into the train station. First of all, we need to piss. And we know that the toilets within there get really crowded. Oh, that's sure. Cool. We can go in one of these weird sort of public toilets that they have next to the path on the walk-in. We oh. go in there. Disgusting, firstly. The oh. tiniest little one-person baby urinal we've ever seen. Now, hilarious moment. Jack went on the Duggo was doing a wee at the urinal. Yeah. Jack, as a bit of a prank, goes up and squeezes next to Duggo. There is clearly not enough room for two people to use this <laughs> urinal. Again, at a world-class, allegedly, entertainment yeah. venue. He goes there, he's like standing next to so they're squeezed into the two of them, looking like Siamese twins. Ha ha ha. They jump out. Then another guy behind them, once the two of them walk off, gets on the urinal. The man behind him, thinking that Liam and Jack didn't know each other, goes, (laughs) well, that must be the system. And then he gets on the urinal next to this stranger and they've just started this system of, admittedly efficient, but packing in everyone. With their peenies next to each other like sardines, <laughs> very uncomfortable. Started by Jack playing a little bit of a funny on Duggo. To be a very bit funny. funny all of a sudden,
0: all of a sudden, now when you go to a bloody um, entertainment venue, that's what we do now. Stand yeah. next to stand next to the other bloke peeing, even if and especially you don't know it. Very funny. So then terrible. we go in there. This is the other thing. They took our phones off
1: us. Yeah, hell. So they were like they did with Mulaney. So they're pouched yeah. up. We get into the entertainment center. It's sort. It's set up really cool for Chappelle. Sort of. It was more like a boxing ring than a talk oh, cool. stage. It was. It was in the round. But because they've taken our phones off us, no one can see their seat number. So because <laughs> no one's got a light, nothing. No one's got a light. Oh nothing to light up the seat numbers. Nothing to identify them. It feels genuinely unsafe. This. Yeah. yeah totally. So you go in. And by the time Chappelle started, we're missing jokes because people are shuffling seats around. The mm. very understaffed security system are trying to shuffle people. Shine! No one can shine their torch on their tickets because we don't have our phones. And there's just no... You, you can't even go, like, on the ground and use any of the yeah,
0: lights around. Or we'll go to, like, notice. an emergency exit type thing, get a bit of light what there. I mean, it's it was ridiculous. Hey, Which I'll say, control. contrast... Contrast with Mullaney, who, despite taking our phones off us, full credit to the Brisbane Convention and Exhibition Centre staff, seamless, so well handled. 12. 12. Here's, 12. here's your seat, sir. Well lit. I think I think the
1: parking diggers is a big one. Another thing I want to raise, and I don't know what this is, but, like, something about the Entertainment Sist- Centre feels like to me, and this is just going off vibe and vibe alone, it seems to attract people who aren't that into the acts. Yeah, I can't verify this. I can't back it up. But especially at Fleetwood Mac, people were heckling Lindsey Buckingham, being like, "Don't what? tell us the story. Sing the damn song. We paid oh. to see you sing." Like, the, if he even did talk for like a <laughs> moment between the songs, people were heckling Chappelle funniest so man weird. in the world, standing there on the stage. Oh, I've got, I've probably got something to add here. You weren't Yelling on it stage, then?
0: Uh, Very nice. But like, thanks, mate. But like, yeah, it's so weird. It, And then my final point- Do you think it's more pronounced because the capacity is oddly lower? So that- Say there's a thousand disgruntled people at Suncorp. You probably lose them in the noise. It's an outdoor venue. But like you really hear it at- Yeah. Burntle? Because it's it's indoor? Yeah, maybe. It's a fixed roof. Like you really hear the heckling? I don't know.
1: Also, I think oh, you've got to be a fucking idiot to go
0: out. There. I agree. Also though, another element, I reckon when people are standing for a gig, they're generally obviously like more tired. So if you're standing, you're going to be engaged whereas I think people <laughs> feel like, well, I paid 120 bucks to just sit down up the back. I'm perfectly entitled to make my voice heard there's just nothing that even
1: approaches a vibe like this poor dj yep. that Chappelle so had true. with him is trying to get everyone up on their feet to like dance now in brisbane that's a big ask anyway i can't tell you how yeah, that's happening anyway but... trying to dance to trying to move to wu-tang as i'm like standing <laughs> in my seat at the entertainment center but nothing up until the moment you are in the arena it feels like you're going to a dystopian dentist it feels yep. like you're going to a Gulag operation Because like You stroll on It's like on a in, waiting
0: room To be sorted Based on your Traits It's like It's in a, a Detention centre
1: I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say it Let's stop beating <laughs> I'll, say we're I'll, I'll say are dancing Oh it's a
0: little dystopian Yeah And it's have, like have a I been
1: in a detention centre No It's like I oh, imagine jail. it's a bit like that <laughs> This is what I A white man Thinks that prison is like. <laughs> and I'll stand by. Going to see Kanye was like jail. He does a <laughs> song called Jail as well. Oh, uh, like- But this is the thing it is impossible to maintain any sense of showbiz when, as you get to it, as you walk in, it's just stale. And then you leave. You can have this out of body experience. You're dancing to Tame Impala, you're laughing at Jerry Seinfeld. You might have this artistic experience that means so much to you within seconds you can't keep that momentum flowing into a bar or a nightlife or a bustling city or anything you are back in a swimming carnival canteen walking through fluorescent bulbs and then you're outside in the bush i literally had to sidestep a scrub turkey after watching dave chappelle talk about race It was the buzz killer. And everyone forwards out in silence. They don't even talk about the show because the vibe is so immediately sucked out of the air by this decrepit place. Shall we dive into what some
0: of the people on Instagram said? Absolutely. Um, Just quickly before you do, Henry, and it's a pointless diversion, but I'd love to point out if there are any Sydney listeners or people who are in Sydney. Anecdotally, it's the exact same problem with the Olympic Park precinct in Sydney where a core stadium is so like nrl grand final um sydney's kudos bank arena which is another big arena it's just it's too far from fucking anywhere there's no vibe around it but having said that looking at a map there's a shit ton more vibe around there than there is around boondal it's the actual bush yeah like if it was near an ikea that would be better i'd have a hot dog it's in the bush i'd have a meatball I'd buy but a yeah, couch. I'd buy a couch, yeah, and I'd get a ship time. Uh, let's power through some wonderful takes from our wonderful fans. Um, Emily says, learning to drive. Now, full credit, easily one of the things Boondel is best for. Um, so we're, uh, Sylvia also, you know, you do your first 10 hours at Boondel, big empty car park. If nothing's on there, it is absolutely prime to take a 16, 17-year-old and just let him let rip. So oh, you'd yeah. see how
1: they go. And again, this says a lot that if it's like that place where the biggest stars like Taylor Swift and Dua Lipa play, what's the best thing about it? Oh, if it's empty enough, you can... Yeah, you can drive a car. Teach a learner how to get through their sixth hour and there's yeah. a roundabout or two so you can tell them how to slow down into the corner and then accelerate out of it. Exactly. What a great venue. They definitely don't say that about Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Sun, Sun Corp. <laughs> the Coliseum.
0: Yeah. Uh, what else have we got there, mate? Max. Max says it's ages away from everything And it takes 30 minutes to get out of the car park after an event And then Max says, and I agree Also, just look at it Seriously, anyone doesn't believe us Just look at it, just go Look at a photo We can get, we can go into as much analysis as we want At the end of the day, yeah. it's just ugly Tim backs us up He says it's too far away And it looks like a maximum security prison So Tim's another, another bloke who gets the detention centre element Meg says it's okay. middle of fucking nowhere good Mitch also says Because it's in the middle of nowhere And Loose says it's in the middle of nowhere. We are getting a lot of middle of nowhere. And also, Loose points out the uh, 80s ugly,
1: brutalist architecture. Oh, Loose has absolutely come in and backed up my point on the vibe kill of it. People judge you while dancing in GA. That is so true. You're there for a concert, And if you dare express any joy, it was- Mate, people were scowling at me for laughing during Chappelle. (laughs) Like, oh, we're here to enjoy this silently. You're making too much noise. Yeah. Shut up. It's because, and maybe if you'd come from a bar rather than a fucking school camp high ropes course, yep. you might actually feel like getting involved in a gig. Uh, Zoe says it's not really in Brisbane. Couldn't agree more, Zoe. It's probably the main uh, problem. Flynn says, firstly, it's basically a single road in and out, so traffic's a nightmare. Correct. And Flynn says, shit acoustic Q6 and sound system? That's the thing. It doesn't even sound
0: good. No, it people. doesn't sound good.
1: Uh, Flynn also says, thirdly, $18 parking and four, simply, boondle. Boondle. Yeah. Yeah. That is right, Joe. Uh, you know the Ashley Diaries. Yeah, they say not designed for stadium level
0: concerts. So lack of infrastructure to support events. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. True. You got any more? They, I mean, money? I mean, they say like there, there, effectively is no infrastructure. There's a car park, and there also there just happens to be a train station. That's not no even an initiative of the people who made it. It's just there.
1: Right. The infrastructure of the two
0: ladies taking the cash for parking who didn't feel like being invigilators for uni exams. (laughs) Jared reckons fucked parking, awful stage setups, and didn't they start charging more for front row? I bet they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, Chris
1: says, there's nothing good past nudgy. It's a question for another time, but it's
0: probably not a bad point. I'd I'd exclude Redcliffe from that because it's not really Brisbane.
1: How the dolphins would react to all of what we've been saying? Do they come into to bat for their. their oh, plot? surely
0: not. Surely that. Oh, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be devastated. Um, Has says it's in the middle of a swamp. Great point. It's literally the Boondal wetlands. Uh, Aiden says it's so far from anything relevant to what it is, impossible to get out of there after an event. 83 Sigma Wagon says, I swore I wouldn't return. I've kept that word since 2012. Good work. Okay. Megan says, because Northside. Wrong. Wrong and unjustified, yeah. Megan. That's uh, our, 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 oh, our first person to write in who's wrong. No, nah, Megan, i No, tough I'm to see. You, nah, tough see. Tough Nothing to good see. there. Fucking Jon Snow over here trying to defend the North, but
1: um, <laughs> I'm with you, Megan. shit <laughs> pale mm. Hi, uh, Pyle. Oh, Oh mate, it <laughs> says hey. the stands at the back are so fucking far from the stage. Agree. Uh, Tay Lala says pay eighteen dollars to sit in standstill traffic for hours when the event finishes.
0: Eighteen dollars must be the accurate figure because it's the one that's coming up. It must. It, it must be. Stage. But you bring a twenty dollar note. Like you don't go to an ATM to withdraw. So are they giving coins? <laughs> they must change? be doing. Must be why there's a the money gap. That's here. insane. Uh, uh, Olivia says, says it's, it's in Boondle and upset. Yep. Said. yep. Uh, James says, train broke down at Berndle when coming back from Tame Impala, who's one guy, by the way. <laughs> 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 wow, that's no, 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 that's worth pointing Whoa, out for our listeners. You're so cool, you know, Tame Impala is just one guy. she's <laughs> just one guy.
1: When they tour, they do it with Pond.
0: <laughs> that's
1: awesome. Uh, yeah, Julia Balletta, it's just an inconvenient location to get to. Okay, yep. well, now, unless he's coming with $15 parking in the middle of nowhere, yeah, maybe, maybe inflation. Trust the $18 people.
0: Yep. Borgmeister, the exterior of the building does not give entertainment vibes. Agree. Yep. Uh, my mum, hopeless trying to leave the car park so slow and they seem allergic to opening exits. Correct. Yep. Brittany, it's in a swamp. That's actually fair enough. That's something we haven't addressed enough. It's literally in wetlands. It's yeah. It's not meant... You're not meant to have things there. It's wetlands. Oh. It's for the environment to just fucking be. It's the lily pads and s- slugs. Yes. Not... not- Dua Lipa, Not Pink. And the man from Snowy River Arena Spectacular.
1: Right. Well, now, listen. Of all, the, of all no, the acts, to... the man yeah, actually, that probably, makes was most, probably most comfortable with the wetland aspect. Yeah, that's that's fair. Snowy River. Uh, Limba says, this is the one in Bo- is this the one in Boondal? Too far out, forces you to drive. Now, Haim, called the Mick Jagger, has directed us to an article uh, about the parking that we might touch on now, Joe. Should we get into that? Let's do it. Okay. So, just opening this up. Now, the Brisbane Entertainment Centre management defended their traffic system. Now, this is in an article following uh, ahead of, rather, a Dixie Chicks concert in 2017. Now, were Dixie Chicks the one who got blackballed in America because they... Uh, well, they yeah, they... ...the Iraq War?
0: They changed their name to the Chicks as well. Because they no longer wanted to be associated with the Confederacy, so yeah, so um, wonderfully uh, independent, and so they cool. were having
1: a concert Put at the them. centre, uh, had come under fire after the Bruce Springsteen concert that you went to. Now that attracted more than thirteen thousand people the month before the Dixie Chicks concert. Oh, really? It took people. Mm, oh, I'm, I'm part of this. You're part of this, I'm and of apparently this. It took more than an hour to leave the car park, which. And now Bruce Springsteen not known for short sets. I imagine we're pushing midnight.
0: Yeah, although I will say that I think you hear enough stories about Bruce Springsteen playing epic three, four-hour sets. You forget that his normal set is probably like an hour and 50 minutes. It was about two I'm hours. so late. disappointed if I were. I've never seen him and I'd be so no, disappointed. No, yeah, he, he didn't play for that long. I think it's more like if he's really feeling the vibe, he'll play as long as he wants, but he obviously wasn't at Boondal. We got, like, the minimum contractually obliged number of songs from Bruce. He did a -a 25-minute-er in an acoustic (laughs) encore and then
1: left. So they were getting all this fire. Now, not only did the venue come out and the venue spokesman said, "Now they could come out and be like, we understand there's some issues, but we're working on it. We're going to tighten the screws. That could be their statement. Not good enough for this venue (laughs) spokesman who decided to go the full Monty. He said the center's traffic management was, and I quote, the best in the world <laughs> and would easily cope with the 9,500 people expected to attend Saturday's Dixie Chicks. The best <laughs> in the world. It's so he like. He would have said, Brisbane. You could have even said Queensland
0: As, if you or even to Australia be a bit the horrific, world the want. best traffic management in the entire world. It's just it's it's the it's the trumpian thing, it's the modern day thing where you just make outlandish claims because if someone gets sucked into arguing against you on that mm-hmm. claim, you've already won. The fact we're here repeating the phrase Brisbane Entertainment Centre and best parking in the world, he's won. They've absolutely won that battle already. Right? thought... A great point, and you right, mentioned right. Trumpian. This was twenty seventeen, so Trump. Oh, he was recently. It was recently inspired by the rhetoric.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Well, that's if ridiculous. A of communication between the former president and the venue spokesman for the traffic management. Oh, right I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't uh, be. A lot of people saying. So they wanted to say it was the best in the world. As Hamish says, it's almost endearing the auda. It's almost admirable the audacity to go that hard and say it's the best.
0: In the world, Joe. Yeah, crazy. Like now, it's absolutely fucking. It's idiotic, Henry. It's idiotic.
1: Idiot. Now, Joe, I just did a, a, a little bit more tinkering about on the internet, mate. First thing, I just want to raise a couple of things that I found. Please. Um, the Google reviews, mate. The Raise them the Google reviews are like weirdly <laughs> positive. it has got a 4 star it has got a f four star it's got a four star rating.
0: Strange.
1: So four star four point one star rating. And I don't know I feel like of all the review systems, Google reviews is the easiest to kind of f- fix with your friends. But people are like openly talking about how much they like it. I just wanted to point to one five star review. From Daniel Saw Jordan Peterson here Parking was well organised Both getting in and leaving (laughs) Great selection of food and drink options High quality gourmet selections Venues well ventilated With efficient climate control Usher's were friendly Approachable Overall a great experience Do you think he's being sarcastic? Like that's so So on the nose And for a Jordan Peterson attendee compliment the climate season yes, yeah, well. yeah, it
0: seems something's awry. Something's going on here. Uh,
1: TripAdvisor is a bit more brutal with saying it's the worst venue on earth, don't bother. Right. Mainly talking Correct. about... Correct. Woman ...pointing out that every woman in the venue had her bag taken off her and put into storage as it was too big. The norm- They were normal-sized handbags. ridiculous. Then you had to line up for an hour to get them back at the end. But all of that aside I found someone on Reddit Joe yeah who well I'll let it speak for itself but a discussion was unfolding about the parking at the entertainment Center and this came in from mountains or hills uh, so someone has said as a tip reverse into the car park so you can drive straight out mountains or hills replies doesn't doesn't save you that much time you wouldn't think so but now this person chimes it. As a former car park attendant, please don't reverse in. So many people take minutes to do it. Even those who think they can do it quickly often fuck it up and have to try again. Whilst you are taking minutes, car parks back up behind you and my supervisor starts freaking out telling me (laughs) to stop people from reversing in. Then the next cars see you reversing in and they all do the same and ignore my directions to go straight in. Just avoid (laughs) it altogether and fucking park in the streets in Boondal and take the bridge across the railway or get public transport. He continues follow the car park attendants instructions. I worked there for a few years and hated the cars that parked wherever they wanted. It fucks up our system and can block off spaces and make it super hard to direct cars. It's stressing the attendant out. Always ask the attendants before you do something. We live to make it easier. As long as you ask, we can manage the requests. I don't think this parking
0: attendant is doing too well. No, I think his few years of service there, his tour of duty out at Boondal, I think it really rattled him. Need some help. And I reckon he some I feel for people like Please. that who are, on, who are on the front line of just poor management. But I have some more sympathy for the people who obviously fucking hate it. That's hilarious. That guy's lost his Please. mind. I'm begging you. I do particularly like- Don't reverse And my
1: supervisor starts freaking out.
0: Yeah, do you think he copped a- Maybe got a bit of a beating from the supervisor at some point? There's, something happened. I don't, know what, I don't know what this- I don't know what Beryl did. If no. she threw a butter at him or- um, No. Whipped, no a,
1: whipped him with her, uh, her money belt.
0: Now, I just want to raise one more thing. So, the operator of Boondal, Brisbane Entertainment Centre- is ASM Global. They're a very large company that just operates stadiums and arenas all over the world. They also operate Suncorp Stadium, and they also operate the Brisbane Entertainment and Convention Centre, or okay. Exhibition, rather, in South Bay. So, clearly, the company knows how to operate a venue. So I don't think Boondall's an accident. I think it's an intentional pain inflicted on the people of Brisbane. I think it's planned.
1: I think ASM Global, who really are the closest thing we have to God, like Old Testament God mm. in this corporate They no, Seriously, they own, like, every venue. It's fucked. They do. I reckon they sent Brisbane Entertainment Centre in the way that Old Testament God used to yeah. send locusts and plague.
0: This yeah. is for our sins. This is, this is for something Brisbane did in the past. And again, I don't know because Boondall's our nation's greatest shame.
1: We deserve, we deserve
0: Boondall. And
1: maybe Boondool will teach us because if you don't
0: love Brisbane at its Boondool, you don't deserve it at its Brisbane Live. At Brisbane Live at Rome Street. You're right, you're right. Well, should we then ask the pivotal pivotal question on everyone's lips? I don't think this will take long. No.
1: Does the Brisbane Entertainment Centre fuck?
0: No. No. And more than any other suburb or any other thing we've ever addressed on this show, it fucks the least. It's the least sexy place I've ever been. Seriously. Sterile. I actually can't imagine a less sexy place. It has the sexual appeal of a dead llama on the side of the Bruce. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. And that's all we've got time for on discussing why is the Brisbane Entertainment Centre so shit? Check back in with us in 10 years' time to see if Brisbane Live's any better.
1: I think we'll make this promise today that wherever we are in the world, wherever our lives are at, in 2032, we'll sit down and review Brisbane Live. Yep. I actually can't wait. I can't wait for the Olympics. <laughs> I'm all for it. God forbid a school has
0: to move. Oh, no. Some, no, poor, some poor fucking primary school that shouldn't be right next to the Gabba. Where
1: That's insane.
0: Gonna- you Where go to school learn? at the Gabba. Oh, shit. Where are we going to read the very hungry caterpillar now? No, no that's probably a great another point. School. No, that's a great point, actually. Henry, I hadn't considered that. Where okay, are we going to read it? Where are we going to read it? Anyway, uh, not much well, we can do about it. That's all we've got time uh, for. Let us know what you want to listen to next week. <laughs> what you want to listen to? Which is is what you to listen well, listen let us know. You're like, oh, um, probably midnight still. Yeah, you know, good album. <laughs> Not really into podcasts yeah. much. Sort of what I want to listen yeah. to next week. Yeah, what
1: well, I don't, I don't like podcasts. Oh,
0: no. okay. well, that's fine. Well, uh, why'd you listen that, to the end of this one? But no, that's fine. Yeah. We'll just no, stay with fine. us for a copious amount of time.
1: Uh <laughs> I'm up. Well, I'll let you get on with your afternoon. D- doing much?
0: Uh, no, I'm doing some practical legal training. Oh uh, yeah. Which is, and uh, it's obviously very practical. I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna go to Fit Stop, which I've somehow stuck with. And then... Probably go to bed. I had a smoke alarm go off at 2 a.m. this morning. Faulty smoke alarms.
0: And now as annoying as faulty smoke alarms are... He reckons it's the dampness. Hmm. um, No, that happened to us at our share house last year. Constantly would go off in the night, like 2, 3 a.m. They reckon it was the dampness, the humidity. Um, And eventually we got blokes around to fix it. And they were like, yeah, they're not faulty. So the only answer was they were like, "Well, you can take the batteries out and turn off all the smoke alarms, or you can leave them on." I'm like, "Well, that's not that's not really an option." Anyway, so it's death by fire or death by sleep deprivation. Absolutely. Uh, but having said oh, that, man. having said that, I'm always happier with a faulty smoke alarm. Uh, you get ah, oh, it's annoying to be waking up. I'll turn it off. Then a smoke alarm that's dead on, and you wake up in the middle of a fire. That is, that is great. That'd be much oh, worse. I'm so, I'm so pissed off this. I'm not going
1: to sleep because this frigging alarm's going off and it's like, well, I can't change the humidity. Can't, they can't create.
0: No. I don't
1: know. You could probably we'll throw, throw it on the we'll aircon
0: some more. It's get it dehumidifier. Well, we do, but it's shit air con. It's this old yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. Anyway, know, anyway, we'll do air conditioning next week. <laughs> That's uh, next week's episode, air conditioning. Air conditioning. All right. History. It'll be like the Hamilton of air conditioning. <laughs> we'll rap about it.
1: Good work, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Alarm's going off, and it's like, well, I can't change the humidity. Can't, they can't create.
0: No. I don't know. You could probably we'll throw, throw it, on we'll the aircon some more. Get it dehumidifier. We
1: well, we do, but it's shit air con. It's this old yeah, shit
0: oh, It's a whole thing. Anyway. Don't anyway, worry about it. we'll do air conditioning next week. That's uh, next week's episode, air conditioning. Air conditioning. All right. History. We're like the Hamilton of air conditioning. We'll rap about it. Good work, Australia.
1: (laughs) Bye.